0: Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. There's a lot of research that shows that people are very bad at making decisions. Most people make decisions based on emotional reasons and basically emotions based on their current perspectives, not based on what's gonna actually happen. But also there's a lot of research that shows that people tend to over expect or over inflate the best case scenario and under inflate or under expect the worst case scenario. So in this video, I'm actually going to show my screen and show a response to a conversation. I interviewed a guy named Dr. Alan Bernard. Alan Bernard is one of the top researchers on decision-making and specifically on a theory called constraint theory, which is a business theory and an organizational theory about identifying the most effective goal and finding the most crucial constraints or bottlenecks so that you can ultimately create massive results. And so in this video, I'm going to show Dr. Bernard's response and his insights on how to look at decisions so that you can actually be a lot more honest and thoughtful about the potential upsides and a lot more thoughtful on the downsides. This fits a lot with the book Anti-Fragile. And he uses Anti-Fragile, that book by Nassim Taleb, and the mindsets there to help you make better decisions. I basically asked Dr. Bernard, how do you identify the few strategies, the, the like if you're using the 80-20 principle, how do you identify the few potential paths that have the biggest upside? And so Dr. Bernard goes into an answer on this and he breaks down... This anti-fragile perspective about appreciating and clarifying the upsides, but also really appreciating and clarifying the downsides and how to do that in the most anti-fragile way. So I'm going to show this to you. And I want you, as you're watching this, to think about your own decision making, your own strategies and where you might be overly inflating the upsides and where you might be, you know, deflating the possible downsides and how you can do this in the most anti-fragile way. So I'm going to go ahead and show my screen. My question is, if you have an impossible goal, if you have a 10X goal, and you're starting to open yourself up and identify the, call it the few potential avenues, strategies, situations that could work. My question is, is there ever a point when there's too many potential strategies that you're working on? As an example, me, if my goal is to sell X amount of books, I might be working on my YouTube channel as one. I might be going on a podcast, which could be two. I might be sending books to leaders and asking them to pass it out. I'm just wondering, is there ever a point and I get that this is part of the experimental process, but is there ever a point when it's like, actually, I'm now trying to apply like five different strategies to get to the impossible rather than even getting rid of some of those and just getting really good at the one or two. I'm just wondering, is there ever a point when there's there's too many levers that you're trying to throw at that tenant?
1: If you look at the work that Nassim Taleb has done with anti-fragility, right, I think that framework is useful. Basically thinking about you want options that have a big upside, a really big upside if it works and a small downside if it doesn't. And you, you need enough of those, right? But when when you have too many, it will take up too much of your attention and you can't pay it. You can't give your full attention and resources to one or few of them. If you are lucky enough that there are many options, you should start qualifying them and say, this one on the on the YouTube channel, what do I expect to be the the, the absolute worst case benefit, the likely and the, the best case benefit? Now let's think about what's the worst case cost The likely the best case cost. I want to go for options where the worst case benefit is much, much higher than the worst case cost.
0: So I'm going to stop it here and break this down. This is a really cool and anti-fragile perspective. You want to look at what is the worst case benefit. So if you pursue some decision, what's the absolute worst case success? Like What is the absolute lowest potential that's essentially guaranteed? What's the most likely? So he puts it in three categories. What is the worst case benefit? What is the most likely benefit and what is the best benefit of going this way? But you want to measure that against what is the best case cost. So everything has a cost, even just opportunity cost. By pursuing this, you're no longer pursuing that. So, what is the absolute best case cost? This is like, this is the best case requirement. Maybe it's going to take three hours of your time, maybe one hour. That's the best case cost. What is the likely cost and what is the worst case cost? So ultimately, you want to make decisions where the best case benefit is obviously really high. There's massive benefit, but also that the worst case benefit is also pretty good and that the worst case benefit is actually higher than the worst case cost. You want to be really honest about what the worst case cost will be and what like the actual potential downsides are. So you could think about this in terms of a certain strategy. As an example, for me, as someone who's an author, there's a lot of different pathways, a lot of different strategies or pursuits that I have to selling books. Uh, For example, be your future self now or 10x is easier than 2x. Some of them have, you know, not very high worst case costs. You know, for example, me making this YouTube video, the worst case cost of this is simply like the 15, 20 minutes of making it. But there's other strategies where even the best case cost, the best case cost is a lot of money. I might spend a lot of money on books and send them to book clubs, as an example. The best case cost is that I bought the books. And a lot of times, and this is one of the things that Dr. Bernard talks about is that a lot of times when we're pursuing things or making decisions, we do it based on faulty assumptions. When it comes to assumptions, you want to get really clear on the worst case benefit, the likely benefit, and the most like highest benefit. But also you want to get a lot of information on what's the best case cost. Best case meaning like it's like the smallest cost possible. Like it's it's the best case cost. But also what's the most likely cost? But also what's the most worst case cost? Because there is a likelihood that things could go a lot worse than you expect. And it's just It's just about being honest about that. And if you want to be anti-fragile, the goal of anti-fragility, you're making decisions and you're pursuing strategies and you're ultimately making decisions that have really not very much worst case scenarios. They have low downsides and high upsides. That's what you want to ultimately go for. That's the things with highest leverage. That's the things that are most anti-fragile. Low downside, high upside. You want to ultimately protect yourself against the downside. That's one of the things, that's an investment principle, but it's also just a, a behavior principle, a strategy principle, a relationship principle is protect yourself against the downside, raise your floor up, because going backwards, whether it's financially, if you go backwards, then it takes a lot more energy just to get back where you're at. Obviously, if you're anti-fragile, then you take all forms of experience and you use those to transform and get better. So it's okay to make mistakes and to fail and go backwards as long as you're anti-fragile, but ultimately you want to get better and better at making decisions such that you're doing things and creating relationships such that have low potential downsides and really high potential upside that even the smallest potential upside is way higher than the highest potential downside. So I love this insight. I love just the high, whole idea of antifragile and, and pursuing decisions that way. And it's it's changed how I even look at decisions about maybe even taking like a medicine as an example. Like what's the most like likely benefit of taking this medicine, but also what is like the best case cost? Like the best case cost is that it doesn't really do much to my body, but what's the worst case? And this is one of the things that Nassim Taleb talks about with antifragile if you want to be anti-fragile, often you want to remove things. And I've made decisions where I definitely was underestimating the downsides. The downsides were actually a lot worse than I expected. I was inflating the potential upsides with over-optimism, and I was also ignoring the potential downsides. And so what Dr. Bernard talks about in this conversation I had with him is is that to be anti-fragile, you want to get the benefits of both optimism and pessimism. And you can do that by lowering the downsides, by doing decisions that have the lowest, you know, that Just You're honest about the downsides, but also, you know, you you, you essentially are evening out so that the lowest possible upside beats the highest, like the worst downside. And so this is how you be anti-fragile. Hope this helps. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Grab a copy of 10X is Easier Than 2X. In this book, in chapter one, I actually write down some of the insights I got from Dr. Alan Bernard on his insights on how to achieve impossible goals. And so grab this. Also, grab Be Your Future Self Now. This book just came out on paperback. Phenomenal insights on all the research on future self and how to shift so that you're operating and creating from the future rather than operating and creating from the present or the past. Have a great day. Talk to you later.